Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Welcome to The Charged Life. This is Brandon Bouchard. I spend all this time teaching people how to share their voice with the world, you know, market their personal brand, get their story out about who they are and what they want to accomplish in life. And one of the things that really surprised me when I started doing this almost 10 years ago now was how many people would come up to me and say, but, but Brendan, how do you deal with rejection? 
And these were often adults, which really blew my mind because I was a really young guy back then and maybe, you know, 45, 55, 65 year old folks saying, well, Brendan, I, you know, how do you deal with rejection? I thought, what do you mean? And there would be this insecurity in their voice as they asked that question. And I thought, wait, you're an adult and still struggling with ideas about rejection? I think that's really unfortunate and I think it shows that sometimes people live an unexamined life that they're willing to not question themselves. I mean, shouldn't we have all gotten over and kind of dealt with rejection pretty young? I mean, high school, college level stuff? And I know I'm not saying that we won't ever be self-conscious. Don't worry, you don't have to give me hate emails and comments below. I mean, you can make fun of my shirt, but I mean, other than that, please don't, I mean, I'm not trying to be insensitive people. I just think that sometimes they don't understand math and odds that we think rejection is this thing that happens all the time. So what happens is so many people guide their life based on this fear that they're gonna be rejected so they don't take action, they don't start new things, they don't chase their dreams because they're worried what other people are going to think, that they're gonna be rejected and deemed unworthy or unlovable or you know not adequate in some way or another. And you think, well, that's so sad because rejection, the actual form of rejection that shapes people's identity and, and hurts them happens so rarely. And if you don't believe it, then that's an internal fear, not the reality of the universe. And let me prove this to you just with some basic data. I've traveled around the globe, you know, well over, uh, well, most of the globe now. And here's what I find out over and over and over again when I speak to audiences. I always do this little simple activity where I say, if you've ever been rejected in a way where it hurt, you know, it actually it hurt and formed and shaped your identity in a way. I mean, it was a significant hurt that you felt it and it changed how you felt about yourself and, and what you might wanna go and accomplish in the world. If you've ever felt that before, would you raise your hand? Everyone raises their hand. And I said, well, if you've ever been rejected by, let's say three people who really rejected you in that way that you were really, I mean, just shot down, hurt, and it changed who you are and, and what you wanted to accomplish in life. How many's ever happened that with three people? A bunch of people raise their hand again. And I start escalating that number from three to five to seven to 10 to 15 to 20 to 30. Here's what's amazing. I've done this all over the world with audiences with thousands of people in them, okay? Thousands of people. Here's the average across all those audiences all around the world, doesn't matter the culture. The average number, about seven. So anywhere between five and seven, meaning people say between five and seven people hurt their feelings enough with a real rejection, not one of those, well, I'm sorry, I can't go out with you, I'm washing my hair stuff. I mean, somebody where they really criticized you and rejected you in a way that hurt. The average person says five to seven people rejected me like that. Now, there are some people who have more than that, but I'm saying the average is five to seven. And yet, so many people, when I ask, well, how many of you are, are so scared of rejection, almost everyone raises their hand. And it's like, wait a second, you're scared of something that barely ever happens? Because the second question I ask is, well, how many of you have ever interacted with, let's say, 10 people? And when you interact with those 10 people, it, it went just fine. They were nice to you, they were polite, they were patient, or they just didn't care one way or another. How many of you ever met 10 people like that? Everyone raised their hand. Then I say, well, how many of you ever interacted with, met, known, or associated with, let's say, 100 people in your life? And, and you've known 100 people, and 100 people, they were fine with you. Everyone raised their hand. I take that number up to literally thousands, everyone's still raising their hand, because we've all met with, interacted with, known or associated with, you know, literally thousands of people in our lives, and most of them could care less, didn't criticize, were generally supportive. And it's like, wait a second. You're basing your life and you're directing yourself based on this fear of rejection that maybe has happened 
on average for people between five and seven times, but thousands of people you've interacted with were cool with you, or at least let you do your own thing and didn't criticize it. And it's like, wait a second, if you realize those numbers, you did the math, like five people, thousand. Five people aren't supportive of you, but a thousand were and were fine with you. You think about that math for a second, automatically, statistically, mathematically, five out of a thousand, these are the freaks. They're the oddities, they're the weirdos. They don't make computational sense over here. You're worried about what the minority, I mean, the tragic minority in that sense, five out of a thousand, You've got a thousand people who got your back. You could storm these five people, right? So you have to realize that rejection actually barely ever happens. We fear it because when we were young and it happened, it felt so real and so big. But come on, as we get older, we have to gain that greater sense of awareness and maturity that says, you know what? I am my own person. I'm gonna be myself regardless. And some people say, well, Brennan, you can't expect that from people because they have so much fear. It's like, well, why does fear get so much credit? Because people also have so much power. People have so much strength. People have so much in themselves that actually could be heroic tendencies if they focus on that as much as they focused on their inadequacies. So why are we giving everyone a buy card and saying, oh, it's okay that you're still scared of rejection? I don't think that's okay. I think it's rather we should say, let's have a higher ambition for ourselves as human beings to allow ourselves the freedom to be who we are, to genuinely express ourselves. Yes, will some people criticize it? Absolutely. Some people are gonna criticize this video. They're gonna be like, oh man, I hate your shirt. Your hair looks bad. You're really white. And what's your deal? <laughs> you know, everyone's gonna say something. So what? I'm not gonna limit my service or my message to the world based on what other people think. And by the way, who are we fearing the most anyway? Usually the people we fear are the harsh critics. But let's talk about the harsh critics. Who are they, right? Most harsh critics, unless they're paid to be critics are just jerks, and we really don't need to listen to them. But why are people critical? Most people are critical just for maybe four reasons. The first reason is self-boasting. Like most critics, they're just, they're braggarts. They like to say, you're not good enough, I do a much better job. Well, fantastic, good for you. Go do a better job out of my vision, please, <laughs> right? It's like, don't worry about the self-boasters and the narcissists. You don't need to be concerned about them. They have nothing to add to the direction in which you're going in your life, right? So just focus on your own thing. Don't worry about the couch critics or the apathetic advisors on the sidelines of life. They really have nothing to contribute to you unless you've asked for constructive feedback and don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, I think the second reason people become critics often is because it's just, it's self-protection. They're critical of you because they see something outstanding in you or something remarkable or something different and they're scared of different because they're comforted in their own thing or it challenges their own beliefs or their own behaviors seeing you excel, seeing you have the boldness, the freedom, the joy, the ambition, the guts, the integrity, the courage to put yourself out there. So they're like, oh yeah, who do you think you are? So they try to knock you down to their level. Do you need to be concerned about those people? No. What's the third reason? I think the third reason people do it is sometimes they're just critical, but they're critical out of ignorance. They actually don't know you. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't know what you're doing. They don't know anything about your area of expertise or the thing that you're trying to share in the world. And so why be concerned about what somebody who has no knowledge about you or what you're doing has to say? And the fourth reason people do it, I think is because they actually do 
want to provide value. They, they want to give you some direction to protect you, to care for you, and they don't realize that sometimes the way that they do that, their tone might be condescending, or maybe the way that they do it does hurt you or does limit you, but they didn't intend it. They, they, they weren't trying to be a tyrant to you, they're just maybe a little unconscious or lack some emotional or social intelligence. For those people, pity them. But the rest of them, ignore them. You know, I think give some of those people who are trying, give them patience and pity. The other ones, don't give them patience and don't give them a time and attention. And that sounds harsh to say, I'll be criticized for it, of course, but that's what I believe, so I'm gonna say it. You know, I want you to go say what you feel like with the world. Go give yourself to the world without concern about what the world thinks about you so much. Because if you don't, if you limit the expression of who you are and what you have to give in the world based on a couple people who might criticize you, what have you done? You've sunken below the lowest common denominator of mankind. If we all shrunk in our ability to serve because what some people might think, where would we be as humans? Go out and be great and never apologize for it. Hey everyone, it's Brandon. Did you like this episode? Be sure to subscribe to the next one and tell a friend about us. If you want free books and world-class training on motivation and high performance, visit me at brendanburchard.com and enter your name and email for our newsletter list. Until next time, stay charged and go out there every day of your life and live fully, love openly, and make your difference today. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you wanna go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you wanna say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503 503- 212-6125 and it's my exclusive text list and if you're not on it it's where I share some of my most popular episodes or if I drop a new YouTube I send it your way or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet I give that exclusive link out to that group so just go there and text me 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 
20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out.